the X-Rated Experience with Declan Lovin. Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the X-Rated Experience. I'm Declan Lavin. welcome to the X-Rated Experience. So, I'm doing a little change in the format. This is no longer a wrestling podcast. This is now a lifestyle podcast. I'll be discussing things from WWE to the colour of Trump's hair to Kim Kardashian's ass to Red Dead 2. So this is just so I can appeal to more people and because I don't think I cannot crap about wrestling for half an hour and I don't think people would want to listen to that. So... This week I will be discussing what I think are the major news stories in WWE WWE the past few months, Red Dead 2, and of course the new iPhones which dropped last month. So let's get started with WWE. So what's happened uh, since last I spoke about WWE? Uh, I can't say that fucking name, it's such a tongue twister. WWE. So a lot, so mainly focused on, of course, Saudi Arabia. So, as most of you know or not, I don't know who the fuck you are listening, whether you're a 50-year-old man or a 60-year-old man, but WWE has been doing this whole women's revolution thing. So, yes, they partnered with a country that treats women like second-class citizens and doesn't allow female performers in Saudi Arabia. You want to know what really takes the fucking biscuit, though? So WWE held an all-women's pay-per-view in October, right? Last fucking month to highlight how they respect women and how far women in sports have become and all this fucking bullshit. And on this fucking pay-per-view, they air a fucking commercial for Crown Jewel, their fucking Saudi Arabian pay-per-view, where there's no women fucking allowed and there's no female performance. Performers. Like, that's, that's like being McDonald's and they have a commercial for Chopped, the fucking healthy fast food chain on the screens. I mean, the fans boot like there's no tomorrow. It was such a fucking dumb decision. Of course, it was, of course, it was easy for WWE to make dumb decisions because of oil money. 40 fucking million per event WWE allegedly makes with the Saudi deal. I mean, like, fucking hell. This is what is fucking wrong in the world. WWE likes to portray themselves as a social justice company that stands up for people's rights and that is always ahead of the curve when it comes ahead of the uh, tongue twister ahead of the curve when it comes to rights. Yet they partnered with a regime that has more crown princes than rights for its citizens. That's like me saying, oh dude, you know, I respect Jewish people's religion, I love Jews, I respect Jewish people's rights. Then I go and get sponsored by the Nazi party in the 1940s. It's just such backwards, backwards PR stunt bullshit. I mean, like, that's not even to mention Brock fucking Lesnar in WWE. I mean, like, I'm fucking sick of Brock Lesnar in wrestling. He gets paid $5 million a year for, like, five matches. And he doesn't appear on TV or house shows. Like, he, like I get it, he's just legitimate fire. He was a, a legitimate fire, you know, he was a former amateur wrestler, NCAA champion, former UFC World Heavyweight champion. Here's the thing, though. 
this is wrestling. It's sports entertainment. You have to be interesting. You have to be constantly reinventing yourself. Like the way that Chris Jericho, you know, only two years ago invented the list, which became like a catchphrase, you know, stupid idiot. Um, you know, then, you know, in 2008, Chris Jericho had his whole heel thing where he was the silent bad guy. And before that, he was the less, this flamboyant Ayatollah of rock and roller. Then before that, he was Y2J. You know, so he's constantly reinventing himself. First, Brock Lesnar for the past... Oh, when did he debut? 2012. Um, For the past, you know, six years, Brock Lesnar has been legitimate fire. You know, he just wins matches, wins matches, and that's great. He can win matches in UFC, but in WWE, I get sick and tired of seeing him win matches again and again and again and again and again. There's just no fucking dimension to him. It'd be like if I fucking... Had fucking um, ice cream. You know, like, day one of ice cream. Yeah, okay, that's fucking great. Um, you know, but after a, a hundred days of ice cream, I'd be like, okay, I'm fucking bored. You know, Brock was a breath of fresh air when he first came into WWE. Yeah, I can't say WWE. It's such a fucking tongue twister. When he first came into WWE. But, but now his gimmick smells like shit. This guy should just go back to fighting, UFC, to fighting in the UFC where this guy fucking belongs. Because... To, to be fair to him, he's a great, you know, legitimate fighter. He's just not a good sports entertainer, and that's facts. Okay, so moving on. Red Dead 2. I've waited 10 fucking years for this game. 10 fucking years. Funny thing is, most people... I actually didn't know this game was coming out till I think, like, November last year, they announced a teaser for it or whatever. Or was it... Actually, I don't think they even did a trailer till like, three, four months ago. Yeah, it was three... Yeah, it was around three or four months ago, the first... A trailer, but um, yeah, I never thought another Red Dead game was going to come out because you know, obviously, spoiler alert for anyone, uh, Red Dead One, uh, John Marston, uh, John Marston died in the first one, so obviously, I thought there was nowhere to go. But Red Dead Two, contrary to the name, is a prequel. Um, but this game, you know, I picked it up like a week after it's, it came out, it came out like uh, fucking two weeks ago. Oh, it's fucking so amazing. It's just so fucking good. The graphics are amazing. And they've got the whole honor system in place. Where it's basically like the, like the one in Red Dead 1. Except. I should forget how complicated it was in Red Dead 1. But in this one. You know. Like even if you go to the, to the middle of the desert. Where there's one guy. No police presence. And you just shoot him in the fucking head. You're going to get dishonored. It may, Red Dead 2 makes you actually think about, okay, should I kill this guy or should I spare him? Because the fact is, there's two different endings to the game based on if you have honour or if you're dishonoured. Um, so you have to actually think about, okay, what can, what can I actually do here? You can't just go around killing everybody like you can GTA, like, oh, you get into fucking this Ferrari and go around the map and then escape the police. Because there's an actual bounty on your head. Um, with the police in this game so say for example I go and rob a bank there'd normally be a bounty for I don't know like $20 then if I get away okay it's still a bounty for $20 even if I get away so I either have to go and surrender or I'd have to pay it off and then you know if I did it differently let's say I fucking kill the police officer then I'd be wanted like $100 or $200 and I, I don't think you're able to surrender then that's when you know bounty hunters start coming after you where you just you either get surprise attacked by bounty hunters or you you catch a glimpse of them like red dots flashing but like a minute before they come to you 
Um, so that's an interesting aspect as well, getting bounty hunted. You know, being the hunt-id instead of the hunty. Um, hunter, sorry. I don't know why I said that. Then, of course, Rockstar keep hitting it out in the park. Um, the, it's got a great story like this one again, because, of course, the first storyline for Reddit 1 was, you know, you're John Marston. You so basically the story in Fredded One was the FBI. You made a deal with the FBI. You became a snitch, but um, of course the FBI was in its early days back then, and they instead of you know negotiating one the Vanderlyn gang in jail, they wanted them all dead. What's an easy way to do that? Get a guy who used to be in the gang, John Marston, to do it because they trust John Marston. So John went and killed the rest of the Vanderlyn gang, Vanderlyn, whatever, whatever gang you like to call it. He killed the rest of them in Red Dead One, um, basically on the promise that he would get his freedom with his family. Him, his wife Abigail, and his son Jack. Um, I'm sorry I say M a lot, so f I mu it must be so fucking annoying. But, uh, oh, I can't say it. But the fact is that at the end of the game, it's sort of a twist and then you find out that, okay, the guy who you negotiated with, Mr. Ross, he's not going to let you go. He wants to kill you. So there's this big emotional scene in the barn. John says goodbye to his wife and son. He says, go on, he'll catch up. Then, uh, what would you call it? He goes out to face the deputies. There's about 20 different federal agents outside. Of course, he gets shot to pieces. Real emotional ending. Fucking grey ending. I don't know how the fuck Red Dead 2 is going to be able to top this. If they are able to top it. Because Rockstar keeps knocking it out in the park. The fact that I like about this as well is it's not modern. It's a western. Like the comedy in GTA 5 was a lot of taking the piss out of Call of Duty and Facebook and all these American companies. And basically just slagging off capitalism. Whereas in this they had to be more creative with how they did comedy. And I'm ac you're actually invested in the characters in this game. Like Hosea, Javier... Uh, John Marston's in this game but you aren't actually him in this you're Arthur Morgan which is, isn't mentioned in Red Dead 1 for some reason I don't know yet because I haven't completed the ending I'm guessing the ending will explain why Arthur Morgan isn't mentioned as, as one of the Vanderlyn gang or why none of them mentioned him throughout the first game at all Um, but yeah like Rockstar knows how to do it. Red Dead Online's coming out next month. I can't fucking wait. But the fact is, even if I don't play Red Dead Online next month, the campaign alone is 80 hours. I've gone through about, God, I'd say about 16 hours so far. It's going to last me till at least New Year's. Just the campaign alone. And then you've got side missions. You've got the stranger missions. Then you've got the random missions where right white dots appear on the map then you've got all the different things you can do like hunting legendary animals hunting normal animals um you know bounty hunting um do you know what pissed me off though the fact that reddit 2 is an amazing fucking game it's really creative you know, it makes you actually think about killing people and all that stuff. Whereas GTA, you know, you could kill anyone you wanted. And there wasn't really any consequences unless, you know, you got chased by the police. But even then, once you escaped the police, there wasn't any consequences. Anyway, but the thing I hate about it, not even hate about Red Dead, is that Call of Duty 
it already outsold Red Dead. I mean, like, how does Call of Duty do this? I wouldn't mind, but this year might be the worst Call of Duty at all, of all. There's no single player campaign. It's just a battle royale. I don't know why I can't say it. Battle royale um, game. Uh, it's basically a for a Fortnite, a Call of Duty version of Fortnite. That's all it basically is, and already sold Red Dead Redemption Two. I wouldn't even mind, but Red Call of Duty is the same repetitive BS every single year. They might do an okay campaign. I tried the campaign on Ghosts, or not on Ghosts, on um, Advanced Warfare, and then on Black Ops Three, and it was just dog shit. I I played get better campaigns on my fucking Nintendo DS. It was that fucking bad, but. I don't know how so many million people still buy Call of Duty every year. I don't know if it's just for Christmas presents or if it's, you know, boyfriends buying it for the girlfriends or girlfriends buying it for the boyfriends or whatever because everybody knows it's a good game to get that everybody basically likes it. But it's just so boring in recent years. It's gone away. F- basically, Call of Duty years ago, right? You had Call of Duty and you had Halo. Halo was the go-to game for fantasy. You had, you know, aliens in it and you could fucking fly in a jetpack. You could go into space. And Call of Duty was the more grounded game. You know, you had World War II weapons. You had World War II environments. It was more grounded in reality and it was more realistic. But now the gap has closed because Call of Duty has started going into space. They've started doing... You, you know all these exosuits and you can crawl on walls and all this bullshit that just it i mean like halo has been doing all this for years and nobody's noticed but when call of duty does it like one two years and people go fucking crazy over it it's just fucking insane dude but yeah red dead 2 i'm in chapter 4 now it's going good so far you keeps changing around the camps you're starting to get um in gist of what's going to happen to John Marston. Um, what exactly is the story with what happened between them all? And yeah, it's fucking amazing graphics. As I said, great honor system. Dutch Vanderlyn is a fucking amazing hero slash villain, depending on how you look at him. And the gang is just fucking amazing. Just Even if you don't do the missions, if you just sit in the fucking camp and listen to them talk shite, it's fucking hilarious. Um. But yeah, that's Red Dead 2 so far. And now, to talk about this latest batch of iPhones, because I just think it's so bullshit. So the iPhone XS, XS Max, and the XR. Okay, so the new iPhones this year add up to 1,500 fucking euros. I mean, that's fucking insane. For 1,500 euros, you could get a good Windows laptop and a fucking Galaxy S8 factory refurbished i mean that is just bullshit i don't no wonder apple is a fucking trillion dollar company when they're charging 1500 fucking euros for their phones and i wouldn't even mind but it's not as if you get great value for money i mean you charge 1500 euros for a iphone xs max for example 128 gig there's no expandable storage there's no headphone jack there's no you can't download music you there's no quad hd display and the fact of the matter is the battery life still is fucking shit as the wall always was on iphones and as well as that the the fast charger is included in the box apple 
purposely decided not to include a fast charger in the fucking box. Wow. If Samsung didn't include a fast charger in the box, it'd be on Unilad and Lad Bible every fucking day. But because it's Apple, they aren't. It's just fucking ridiculous. But, you know, I get the... So, you know, Apple is great for some people because the fact is it's simple. It's got a great camera. That That's another thing I hate, actually. The way some... Like, say for example, Snapchat, right? On my Android phone, my camera is amazing. But as soon as I go into Snapchat, my camera looks like it's it's fucking a World War II camera from about 67 years ago. It it looks like I take pictures with a potato on Snapchat. The, the pictures are fucking dog shit on Snapchat because of Snapchat's optimization process that they fucking... Basically, what to do, right? I heard off him can be HD. They fucking... Basically, when, when you take a picture on Snapchat... It, you don't take it with your camera. It's basically your camera takes a picture and then Snapchat takes a screenshot of that picture. And that's why the camera is so dog shit on Snapchat. It's fucking embarrassing. At least optimize, at least choose two favorites as in one favorite from each. You have Apple for the iOS and then just allow Samsung users to fucking uh, optimize it on the latest flagships, let's say in S9. That's all I'm asking for Snapchat. They're a fucking multi... You're a multi-billion dollar corporation. Surely you can fucking do that. Instead of fucking favorite iPhones. So, yeah. Um, and then, of course, the iPhone XR. The, what they consider budget. It's 700 euros. Which isn't budget. That's what a... You could get a high-end OnePlus 6T for... Or a fucking Samsung S8 from last year that's what they consider budget well it's not really budget it's their entry level iphone option you know you can get it in more colors um it's only got like a single camera i think and it's only got a 720p display which is embarrassing in 2018 that a company that's worth one trillion dollars only has a 720 fucking p display when did you fucking make it five years ago and only decided to put it out now fucking embarrassing but yeah i'm just thinking where the fuck does this bubble end you know first it's 1500 then it's 1600 1700 1800 where the fuck i i'm guessing we're going to go to a bubble in a few years of you know apple's just going to keep trying to push this price up you know eventually like after another two three years we'll have iphones that are 17 1800 euros then 1900 and then i'm guessing consumers just going to get sick of paying you know 1900 euros for a maxed out iphone when you can pay you know 800 900 euros for a maxed out samsung or a maxed out huawei or a maxed out i'm not gonna say alcohol shit but huawei or samsung or sony basically um yeah so i i just don't get this iphones i yes just just it's just bullshit so yeah guys thank you for listening to me that's been the x-rated experience this week i'm going to try to keep it between 15 to 25 minutes every single week please you know if you like this please give it a like on whatever podcast platform you're on subscribe to me share this podcast for it to get more views i appreciate all the likes views is it even called views listens listens is that what it's called? I don't know. I'm not a fucking scientist. But anyway, um, I appreciate all the support and everything. And thank you for listening to my podcast. Please like and share this. And thank you very much. Every Sunday, 7pm, my podcast will be put up. 
X-rated experience. Thank you very much. See, talk to you next week.